first we're gonna have Luke come share. And yeah, you can come stand here. Yeah. Uh, so this is Luke. Okay. Hey man, I'm gonna put this right here. Okay. Is that a gold star? Gold star. No. Yeah. So so listen to Luke because he he has something to share with you guys. Okay. Oh, I need to get my paper out. What's up, guys? What's up, Luke? Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about sin and how it like affects us and other people around us and how it affects our world. So, uh, should we pray? Yeah. All right. Dear God, uh, help us, even though we struggle with sin and we mess up, Help us to look back on you uh, and change us uh, every day. Amen. Amen. So I'm Luke. Uh, I'm a sophomore. I go to Roxbury, play baseball. Yeah. Uh, so about me, when I sin, uh, I struggle with lying. So, I don't know, like, uh, doesn't have to be, like, even, like, that big, if that makes any sense. It, it kind of, like, any way how you, like, sin or anything, uh, still a sin. No matter if it's, like, I don't know, a little big thing or, like, stealing cookie from the cookie jar. Uh... I also struggle with pride, which is, I don't know, I would say it's not bigger than lying, but I struggle with it more, because if, I don't know, I just, I don't know, think that I'm better or something like that, I like to, I don't know, brag to other people about something like baseball, where, I don't know, if there's another kid that I think is worse than me, I like to, uh, I don't know, just, yeah, brag about it and everything, put them down, um, and that's not right, we shouldn't be, like, treating other people poorly, or we shouldn't, I don't know, just lie to other people to make us feel better about ourselves, or we shouldn't really do any sin and that's why Jesus came in to my life because well we all need Jesus but uh, I need Jesus because when I do lie I need a savior and I do need someone to save me and yeah uh in Matthew, if you guys do have a Bible, uh, you can turn to Matthew 27, 45 through 54. That's when it talks about Jesus dying on the cross. And uh, that's where he paid for all my sins. And uh, that's where he was thinking about us, every single one of us. And that's everything um 
So, um, even though we do sin a lot, and it could be like lying, pride, or uh, I don't know, anything that's really bad, uh, we can always still look to him because when he made us, before he even made us, he loved us. And uh, he shows that a lot through um, dying for us on the cross and showing us miracles like like dying on the cross, like um, when Jesus heals people and takes away their sin, uh, or when uh, he walked on water or anything like that. He, it shows his love for us. And yeah, that's all I have. Thanks, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Um, I think it's really special. It's really special that we get to hear from like some of you guys. Like Luke said, he's a sophomore, right? He's a sophomore at school. Like, I mean, I was a sophomore once, and you guys are in middle school or high school. Like, and all of you guys, we all have lives, right? We all have lives. We all do different things. We all enjoy different things. And it's really cool to see how Jesus has is working and has worked in Luke's life, right? And how Luke feels convicted of the sin. He feels like the sin, the stuff, these things that he he does or he thinks are are wrong, right? But he realized that 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 can't be the end. But actually, we we have hope and we can find purpose and meaning in Jesus in his life and his death and his resurrection. So I think that's really special that we got to hear that from Luke. So we also have Jewel, who's going to share with us too. So Jewel, come on up here. Yes, Jewel. Yes, Jewel. Yes. Here, you want to put this on your jacket? Yes. I don't know if it Mine is kind of thick. One second. Hi, I'm Jewel, singular. Hi, Jewel. <laughs> um, I'm a junior. So I grew up in the church, and I've been going to this particular one since I was five. So I've been surrounded by talk of prayer and growing a relationship with God, but I hadn't really established a relationship with him until quarantine. During this time in my new friendship with God, I had felt really connected to him. I prayed long and often, and I could always feel his presence. However, as time went on, I felt him less and less, until there was a point where I had felt as if God had left. I felt that my prayers weren't being heard and that I was left alone with no help. So I decided that I would distance myself from God for a while. I had been away from God before, and I could do it again. One of the ways I did that was by not praying. If I didn't reach out, then I couldn't be ignored, and if I wasn't ignored, then I couldn't be hurt or disappointed. At first, I didn't think much changed, but when I was angry, there was no one to turn to, to yell at, and to question, and when I was sad, there was no shoulder to cry on. This all really didn't hit me until one night, which wasn't as happy as others, and I was alone in my car. Often, I would go down in my car to be alone if things weren't okay, but this was different. I wasn't just alone. I was lonely. In that moment, I found it extremely difficult not to reach out and pray to God. I needed more than anything to talk to someone and no one was available. This was usually the case, but it had never it had never bothered me before. 
I realized then that it was because no matter what I could, no matter what, I could always talk to God. And even though lately I had felt as though he wasn't there, it really wasn't until that moment that I truly felt alone. So I sat and I prayed. There was no use in holding myself back from someone who helped me so much and was so important. But just because I decided to reconnect with God doesn't mean everything is perfect. There are still times where I feel as if I am not heard or that God isn't helping as much as he should. But it is in, but it is in those moments that I remember how it truly felt to be alone and without God. And just because I may not feel his presence does not mean that he is not there, that he is not listening, and that he does not care. I've heard many times that God does not give you what you want, he gives you what you need. And what I need from God is a person to talk to so that I do not feel alone, and that is what he is giving me. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Thank you, all right guys i i i'm really i'm really happy that jewel and luke you guys were able to share today because i know like jewel what you're sharing about feeling lonely being alone like that's something that's familiar to all of us i'm sure like i'm sure all of us have had at least some point in our life when we felt lonely you know when we felt alone and i think the amazing thing is some of us have really good friends right but even sometimes our best friends they can't be there for us when we feel lonely. Sometimes sometimes we might still feel empty after spending time with someone who's our best friend or who, who means a lot to us. And I think that, that points to something that there is something greater. We need something greater than just our best friend, which is good, right? Like our best friends are good. It's good to spend time with people. But realizing that those are gifts from God, our friends are gifts from God, and God is the ultimate one who, who spends, who actually can live inside of us and give us life and change us. And in the midst of loneliness, he can, he can bring about life and change all right so I'm, I'm really guys thank you for sharing i'm really uh we'll clap again i'm really i'm really grateful for that thank you guys <laughs>